Free for all Friday, you are in for a treat. A radical Muslim saved by Jesus. Some technological guys that talked way over my head. A guy who had a massive father wound. His parents literally tossed him as a baby to the cops. He got saved, and now he's helping folks heal that father wound with with the Father, God himself, and share the truth. You're going to love today's program. Thank you for tuning in. Please listen and share this with others. And don't forget, you can listen on your smartphone. It's about to get smarter. Just download the free Truth Network app. Listen anywhere in the world. God bless you. And now here is our free-for-all Friday edition from Nashville, Tennessee of Truth Talk Live. Welcome to Truth Talk Live. All right, let's talk. The truth is, I can't hide it. I can't hold it in the a daily program powered by the Truth Network. This is kind of a great thing, and I'll tell you what. Where pop culture, current events, and theology all come together. Speak your mind. And now, here's today's Truth Talk Live host. Outside. We are still in Nashville, Tennessee, and it is crazy. And we had to move from the exhibition center, the expo, to, my, our, to a suite, a quieter suite. We started the week in this room, Tuesday afternoon. Pastor Rob Passions at Truth to Transform, Jonathan Falwell. If you missed that, don't worry. You'll hear it nationwide tomorrow on Truth Talk. We're going to play a debut of that show. We have a man in front of us right now with Lighthouse Ministries who is a has a remarkable testimony of getting saved out of Islam. I can't get away from this guy. Every time I turn around at the convention, he's there. And his family <laughs> is here and his son-in-law. He's quite a ball player, by the way. Oh. And you can't see me, but I'm not dressed up in a suit. No. Brother. We can see you always, everywhere. Well, you're I, omnipresent. I, I'm I'm dressed up in a suit because um, I've got this uh, this little game called basketball I like to play, and I found a gym, and we went out and balled out. We dropped buckets, didn't we? Didn't we? How about it? So, uh, your son-in-law is amazing, though. He played some good ball, and he he fed me the pill. I took care of business. <laughs> Love the young guns. He dropped some buckets. Good, good. But hey, brother, is this your first NRB? Brother Imed? Yes, yes, that's my first okay. Anabi, and I heard that's all your life, Anabi. You came here all not as a baby. Yes, sir. Your mama came here, and she was pregnant. So I'm 53 years old. I've been coming to NRB for 53 years and nine months. And nine months. So I came here as a little tiny baby, and I'm here now today as a grown man. My first NRB without Big Stew. It's been emotional. It's been hard. They've mm. done a lot of honors for him. I've actually been wearing a couple of his suits around the, the gallery. Had a lot of hugs, a lot of tears, and we uh, Salem had a big breakfast. They honored my pops, mm-hmm. and Mom and I came up. Uncle Ed presented an award to you, us. You spread quite a bit um, of a joy around you, and uh, the emotions, it was good. Well, and it's the 25th year anniversary of the Truth Network. And watching your mama reciting those two chapters, and she kept going. She kept quoting James chapter 1 and 2 at our 25-year anniversary event. With a drama. She's, she's, she's acted like Pretty amazing. With, with background music. She made it her voice, a background music for God's word. So you're bringing the light of the gospel where it's hostile to Jesus Christ. Everyone, did you hear what I just said? It's hostile. You know, I, I look at your name badge here. You know, Egypt, Morocco, Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Places where if you're a Christian, you could get locked up in jail. You could disappear, never to be seen again. What's it like? And tell me about your testimony. How did you come to Christ? It's... Let's clarify something. Yes, sir. There is places in the Arab world or in the Middle East when you can be in jail for your faith. But also there is places when Christianity, uh, it's ancient, it's old. Like in Egypt, you have over 20 million Egyptians. Lots of them are copt. You can be uh, a Christian and 
it, it, Lebanon was 50% Christian country. Syria was around 10. But what we are noticing uh, is the decline of the presence of Christians of the Middle East. Uh, it happened before in history. Uh, the, the Christian of North Africa, since the 7th century, they disappeared. Interesting. The land of St. Augustine, St. Tertullian, all, the, all these big theologians, and now there is no Christians. Or the Christians right. from Muslim background, I'm one of those. Yeah. Asking about my testimony. Wow. Yes. I yep. want to hear your testimony. It's a dry and thirsty land. I mean, you're, you're a TV host. You're an mm -hmm. author. You've got this media mission school. You got a radio station there talking about putting some of the Truth Network program. Imagine yes. Truth Talk Live on mm. across Lebanon on this big FM station. Unbelievable. God is good, and we're gonna make the Middle East and listen to your beautiful voice. Well, well, we want to point him to the <laughs> voice of Jesus. Hey, what about? Tell us your testimony a little bit, and we'll start it. And then we'll, when you hear a little bit of music, that means we got to go into a quick break. Then we'll come back. Yep. Getting texts from people in North Carolina. Hello, Brother Dave, listening to us, texting me. Other friends are listening to this program right now all over the country. Hello, Toledo, Ohio. Hello, Lynchburg, Virginia, Roanoke. Hello, hello to all the Rock listeners. Rock Hill, South Carolina, 105.7 FM. Our new friends in Greenville. I met some Greenville listeners mm -hmm. this morning to 96.9 FM. How did you come to Christ, Brother Ahmed? I was born in a Muslim Sunni family in uh, North Africa, uh, the country of Tunisia, and... Uh, in 1982, without asking for a Bible and anything, somebody sent me a New Testament in French language, La Bible, the Bible. And then I started reading it. Uh, long story short, I, I get the idea of the Bible. French is my second language. Uh, Arabic is my first language. And then that summer, actually, I was going through um, a tough time, but I was memorizing the Quran, the book of Islam. Oh, wow. Secondly, I get uh, a, a little novel about the life of Jesus in Arabic. And then I get a bit confused because in Islam, they use the name of Jesus differently. They say Isa. Wow. And then the Arabic Bible, they use the name of Yeshua. Between Isa and Yeshua, two names, I get a bit lost. And in Islam, Isa, Christ, is a prophet. When in the Yeshua, the Arabic version Bible, he's a son of God. Right. And that struck, struck me. And then years later, in college, I was reading uh, history, uh, of Western history, and uh, I read a book about Jesus again. And then uh, I read Calvin and Calvinism, uh, because of our Western European studies, and I get really attracted to the way of thinking of Calvinism. Muslim attracted to Calvinism. Interesting. Uh, that is wild. You got five pillars of Islam. You got five. You got five <laughs> points of Calvinism, man. It's a lot of tulips and other things going on there. And but you're just you're reading Christian literature. You're reading yes. the Bible. You're reading these theologians. Absolutely. And what happened? I liked it, and I liked it to the point I started knowing a lot about Jesus, but I never met Jesus till I met one missionary. That Christian person secondly introduced me to other Christian communities, and then I started meeting Jesus through some of his real followers. And one of them, and by the end of the 90s, gave me the Bible in my own language. And I remember reading the Gospel of Luke during Ramadan, late 90s, and 
when Jesus was dealing with Mary Magdalene and healing her and the the scene of um, the verses I mean when she's cleaning uh, his feet with her with the perfume something when Jesus talked about forgiving her sins and the Pharisees and everything that made me really cry for no reason wow. I was like I'm a tough man suddenly a tear started coming from my He's heart. a tough man. He's a Muslim, grew up in a Muslim home, read the gospel. Luke, let's listen to what happened to this man's transformation and how he's put the gospel on radio, in theater, on the big screen, in movies across Lebanon and the Middle East. When we come back on Truth Talk Live from Nashville, Tennessee, at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention, I'm Stu Everson. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this quick break. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. He's the business pup. That guy's the man right there. Hey, you know, these guys are like, what is this bottle stew that you're passing around? You know, it's really cool. We got people coming back. You know, I think they're coming back to the booth, the truth booth, or the suite to be interviewed and, you know, to jump into the big ratings river that's just rolling downstream here on Truth Talk Live with Stu Epperson. But they're really coming to get some Vintastic. So, brother Ahmed, before you get in your testimony more, Lebanon needs that Vintastic. I mean, that's unbelievable. The, the fr- our friends at Mighty Muscadine and Le Bleu Ultra Pure Bottle Water have really blessed us with a gift. And, they, you know, they sponsor this program. Mm-hmm. And they're helping us be here at NRB. They've sent us with a lot of product. Including some bottle, some blue water with our label, you know, our 25 year truth yeah, that was anniversary. You yep. saw that, mm-hmm. and that fantastic zero carbs, zero sugar, mm-hmm. zero calories. And we got more folks. Co- and look it's at that sweet. guy right there. And, and, it's, and sweet. it's delicious. It's sweet, refreshing, and all that stuff. But you know, you don't you don't have artificial sweeteners in here. You know, but it's got all these antioxidants from the muscadine grape. So you feel great. I had someone come up to me yesterday and said, hey, I, 10 minutes after I drank it, I felt amazing. felt like a million dollars. Can I get a couple more of those? How do I find out more? So we thank Jerry, Judy, Candy, Brock, the amazing team, Kathy at Mighty Muscadine for partnering with us. They, they help us do this Christian radio. 25 years, these people at Mighty Muscadine at mm-hmm. LeBlue Ultra Pure Bottle Water have stood with us. We're grateful for them. You know, these businesses that sponsor Christian radio, listen to them. These ministries you hear mm-hmm. on the Truth Network and other programs, you know, here at NRB, you know, I really appreciate that. I say, oh, here's a card of one of our sponsors. They sell this. I say, good, give me that card. I want to support them because they're helping Christian radio. So that's how, you know, Jerry Smith and those guys have been with us for all these years. So we're very grateful. And I'm, I'm so glad that it's a delicious product, too. That helps, right? Good, good, good. I, the capsules are, you know, remarkable. Mm-hmm. But all the information is found at their website, MightyMuscadine.com. Now, look, anything you order from there, just enter promo code TRUTH. And then that that will give you extra savings. And I'll let them know that you're listening. And let mm-hmm. them know that you, you care about Christian content. That's how you vote, by the way. I said a whole segment yesterday interviewing folks. You vote at the box office every time you go to a movie. You vote. You give them your money. You're saying, I want to, you know, I want to I want more trashy movies or I want more redemptive movies like Jesus Revolution. You vote. And so that's why, you know, when you support our partners and sponsors, whether we're here at NRB in Nashville, like we have been all week long, it's been a blast doing this show from here. Meeting all my friends is like a big reunion. The only thing I miss is Big Stu, but we know he's cheering from heaven. I've been wearing his suits, and we've been telling a lot of Big Stu stories. Beautiful suits. Yes, sir. And they fit me, too. You know, isn't that crazy? And he and uh, brother I met is opening that Vintastic. Now, take a swig of that, mm. and then, t- then tell us your testimony. You were you grew up in a Muslim family. You know, you know right now, you are Whoa, making Christian so movies. Good. I'm telling you, he's drinking the Vintastic. You're making Christian movies in Lebanon, Morocco, in Egypt. 
you have this Christian media company. You've translated the chosen into Arabic and all these languages. Mm-hmm. You've got this Christian radio station over there. You want to put Truth Network content. We're flattered. We would love to work with you. That'd be incredible. Yeah, I tell you know? truth. I mean, we're, we're brothers. We've got to work. You've already invited Amen. me to come over. During the break, you asked me to come over and be a speaker. Are you trying to run people off? You know, bring, put me up there to speak. But, <laughs> and, then, and then he's got – and then you've got this, this whole training school. And, I mean, it's just amazing. And you've been a TV host, and you speak yourself. I mean, you're, you're, you're just a, a renaissance man. But tell us how you came to Christ. Through, from a Muslim background, you got the Gospel of Luke. What happened? First, I mean, I really would love to, to thank you. I met you a few days ago. I heard about you from Lebanon, from our common friend Nabil. Yes. And I met your mama again and again. I was amazed about her ability to recite the Bible and the love and the joy. If you don't know this man, if you just hear his voice here and there, you get next to him. There is some dynamic of a joy and a craziness. Maybe you'll see him a little bit talking to you and talking to somebody else. He will thank everybody and anything and everything. I love the spirit of thanks in you, Stu. What did you get that? From where you get that? From where you get Listen, the energy? Is it, it from the drink? I get well. The drink helps. Some people tell me I shouldn't drink any more of those. You know, I don't need the caffeine. They say get this man some decaf quickly. But hey, the Holy Spirit of God is so good. You know, amen, and have so amen, much fun. Amen. So, and that's what happened to me yeah. reading the Gospel of Luke as a tough man. I, I I hate the crying guys. And actually, since I cried that tear reading how Mary Magdalene was receiving the love of God and taking all that shame from her life. And, you know, a woman 2,000 years ago, known as in prostitution, became a Jesus follower, a champion of faith. If if a woman like her got that uh, forgiveness mm. and got that shame away, why not wow. me? Wow. Why not me? I was bro- born in a, in a broken family, divorced uh, and dysfunctional family, and uh, I had quite a bit of hurt yeah. and anger. And sure. uh, I was um, a cheater and liar and many other things. Though I tried to fix my life, I always loved God. I want to pray. I right. prayed in Islam like the five sure. times. You tried. You really pushed hard. You oh, really you tried, you tried to try to drill I, down. I, I failed a lot. Yeah. Then when I understood the idea that Jesus loves you and actually God loves you so much, he came to you. I mean, mm. he, he he's you don't need to go to him. And one time I heard this this truth, like really liked it. Somebody told me, Imad, the difference between the Old Testament, the law of Moses, all the religion, it's all to tell you to do, 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 do. When you meet Jesus, he will tell you to be. The difference between religion, it's how to do. The New Testament is how to be. I like that. Yeah. And Jesus said, it is done. It is done. It is finished. So you came to Jesus. And then I was one of the early... Christian, the number of all the believers in the whole country was mm. less than 30 believers. Wow. So how did this whole lighthouse Arab world get started? I mean, you are reaching the Arab world. I mean, this brochure has a whole lot going on here, brother. You got Be Help, Be Light, Media and Mission. You got Lighthouse Cinema Productions. Like, how did this all, does this just God put in your heart to reach your, your people with the, the good news? The truth is, is the work of many men and women. And as you see the picture like just for the, the, the radio team, it's right. lots of them. We're a team of around 50 people from different Arab countries. We love Jesus. 
uh, majorly evangelical from different churches, yeah. different background, lots of them from Muslim <laughs> background. And we decide to serve our mm. Lord and tell the truth and share the gospel through music, art, through creativity, and tell the stories of Jesus yeah. as simple as that. And God blessed us with the radio station. And you know, so running a radio station, it, it's not an easy no, no. task. Yeah, especially when you're putting the gospel out seven. there. Yeah, you, have, you yeah. have to be on the air. you got to be clean. It's got to be right. You know, we had – I got an email on my way to this meeting. Someone's trying to cause trouble at one of our towers. I mean, this is an, uh, this is an ongoing issue. Mm. And to think about in Lebanon when they maybe don't really want Christian radio blasting out over the airwaves. I mean, in Lebanon, you know? still you have lots of freedom. Yeah. The truth is, Praise Lebanon, yeah. you have lots of freedom. And you're using that freedom to spread the gospel. Give the website. Folks can listen more. My brother, Nabil Costa. Yes. You know, you, you guys are mutual friends. He had connected yep. us. Kaleem Andreos, who's mm. listening right now in Winston-Salem, he connected us, man of God Amen from Lebanon. And he's been inviting me to come over. You're saying I could come play some ball with this brother right oh, here? Oh, yeah. Oh, basketball is fun. Lebanon, Tobias and all your other Le- teams. Lebanon is beautiful. We're going to put it in the hole. It's beautiful. we got an indoor-outdoor court. I don't care. You should come to Lebanon. Hey, Lebanon is in the Bible. If the goal's 10 Tired. foot, the ball's round, I'll, I'll drop buckets. Give I, us the website so folks can support you. What is it? Um, it's Lighthouse Arab World, LighthouseAW.org. LighthouseAW.org. Donate, support, pray for these people. Get involved with reaching people. All kinds of refugees are flooding in from Syria and all these places. You can reach them by helping this brother. Thank you, Brother Ahmed, for sharing your faith and your testimony today, man. Thank you. God Amen. bless you. you got to catch a flight. We're going to reach some fatherless kids when we come back. You won't believe our next guest. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Oh, oh no, no, oh, no. Hold that thought because we had three more guests that just invaded the Truth Talk Live World Studios at the Nashville, Tennessee Opryland Resort. Unbelievable. Hey, Jesse, you just walked in. Grab a Vintastic right there. No sugar, no carbs. It's going to be good for your diabetes. It's not going to, inge- it's not going to awaken any in- un- unhealthy insulin. It's got no uh, unhealthy diet, drink stuff like that. A spare time, you don't want to even hear about what they do with that stuff. Anyway, thank you, Vintastic, for sponsoring us here at NRB and La Blue Ultra Pure Bottle Water. So many partners with us, Clearview, today. Dr. Avanon Shaw, their team came down with us. Dr. Alex McFarland, his amazing book, 10 Questions You Want Your Kids to Ask About God. He's just, he's killing it. You know, you got to talk to this guy. He's a real, he's debating atheists on college campuses. You know, so he's partnered with us, Mighty Muscanine, LeBlue, uh, Date the Word, Dr. Dwayne Carson. Uh, what's your birthday, uh, Sean? September 3rd. A little louder. Put that on your, put September that on your. September 3rd. September 3rd. So if Dr. Carson were here, he'd say 9-3. So I'm thinking 9-3. Okay. He'd probably direct you to. Proverbs, hey, you have a Bible? Grab me a Bible. Pro, maybe Proverbs 9.3, okay? We're going to go there later. Um, but he, he, he's, he's got a Bible verse for every date of the whole year. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Wow. So uh, we'll find a 9.3 before we're done here. But you love, you love on the fatherless. You're going to churches. You're preaching. You are on a crusade to reach out, which is the heart of God. I mean, look at the end of the book of Malachi, the last book of the Old Testament. What do you say? I'll t- t- quote it for us. He said what? I'll turn the heart of what? Turn the heart of the fathers to their children. Yeah. And the, cho- and the children of the children's hearts to their fathers. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, this is the promise, you know, the last promise, 400 years of silence, and then the father sends the son to save the world. And so tell us about this real quick. Tell us about how God called you to this, brother. 
Well, I mean, the Bible says, James 1.27, it's pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction. And I was blessed. My dad walked away when I was about nine months old. He, I have a whole story of him throwing me to the cops when I was a, I was a baby, threw me across the room to the cops. Oh, my. And then he packed out from our, our small town of Pennsylvania, went back to his hometown of Las Vegas, Nevada, and never came back. And so we were on a journey of fatherlessness. That's where we, we started out. We went and uh, um, tried to navigate that when my mom tried to be a single mom i had an older brother and sister and my dad lived in las vegas never paid child support never did anything for us and i'm not bitter at him i forgave him he's passed away since then wow. but because um, that curse could have driven you to yeah. from prison to drugs to everything i mean exactly. this is this is this is the epidemic yes. there are no father's days car cards leaving the prisons yes in father's day now mother's day cards you can't get enough of them you know there's not enough postage stamps for them to get out yeah but this is this could have been you that's correct. And yet, look what God's done. And now, and tell us how that's catapulted you into all this. I mean, I've got, I got quotes from people on Fox News about your powerful ministry. Dr. Elmer Towns, Liberty University, saying a word of blessing about your ministry. You've been in hundreds of churches. You've got all these books. You've got, I mean, wow. Since 2008, you've been doing this, Sean. Yes. Yeah, God, God led me into doing it. It started from a book called The Father's Journey for Guys. I went to school to be a pastor, and God led me to write a book. Soon after that, in 2007, 2008, I wrote that book, and it turned into a whole ministry, Life Factors Fatherless Ministries. And what we do is we spread awareness about fatherlessness. We create unique resources. We partner with local churches. We speak all over the country. We've been at youth detention wow. centers all over the place. And then we, we establish local ministries like single mom groups and churches across the nation. you got this website, godismydad.com. Yep. Now, your, your son's here. And he look at that shirt. Just would you look at that shirt? Someone take a picture. Ian, take a picture of that shirt. We got a digital, God daggum dad. digital nuclear disciple here. Ian's here with us. Jesse's going to take a picture too. What's that? Say, what, say that. Say it real loud. What's that say? God is my dad. God is my dad. And add a little dot com to that. What do they find when they go there? Godismydad.com is a free website, free mobile app in the Apple okay. and Google Play Store. On there, you find fatherless, single moms, grandparents raising Goodness grandkids. Gracious. Yeah, don't go to that site, people. We don't want that. <laughs> no, we don't want you know. We don't need that healing to spark. I mean, oh, are yeah. you revival's going to happen? Videos, what are you doing yeah. here? Someone get this guy out of here. We got need a you know we can't, we need security or something. <laughs> it's an epidemic, and we're just trying to spread awareness and spread hope. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. The Russian nightmare. Nikita Koloff has been with us all week. You know, he's kind of our security muscle, and now he's gone. You know, so I can't have anyone keeping people like you out trying to change the world for Jesus. <laughs> Unbelievable. Godismydad.com. That is really cool. So it's just you're providing tools. Yes. And so practically, practically, you got people struggling from the father wound. What do you say to them? People listening right now, they're, they're struggling, man. They're ready to put their fists through the wall. Their marriage is just on the skids. They got problems with their kids. They never told their kid they love them. They don't even hug their children. You got dads that are, you know, deadbeat dads are just disconnected, maybe in the phone, not you're taking their daughters on daddy-daughter dates. What do you say to dad? How do you get that father heart healed? What do you say? Well, God's a redeeming God. And so my, my dad grew up fatherless. He had the opportunity to overcome and not make me fatherless, but he chose the world's methods. And so if you're in that situation where you're like, hey, I grew up fatherless, but I've, I've messed everything up. Now my kids are fatherless. There is a time where you can find redemption through Jesus Christ. Personal relationship with Jesus wow. Christ is where you start putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone. But then going on past that, getting discipled and understanding that you have a job to do as a dad. Become the dad that God's called you to be. That is your first ministry, most important ministry you ever have. It's, it's more important than any hobbies, jobs, anything like that to be that dad. Wow. If you're a single mom, 
you can overcome this through God. Your kids can grow up and succeed. You can break the cycle. That's what I'm trying to do. My son's here with me. Now, like who's this young whippersnapper tagging this with you? This is Malachi. You? He's 15 years old. Unbelievable. I just talked about your book, Malachi. How cool is that? Yeah, he's breaking. I'm breaking the cycle. I'm trying to help him out. I'm not something? perfect, but he's, I'm trying to help Why him Why don't you just leave him at home, let him watch TV, give him the phone? <laughs> I mean, what are you doing bringing him to this Christian broadcast? I want him to learn. I want him to learn. I love it, man. How cool is that? Malachi, you don't have to say it out loud, but just nod. Are you excited about being with your dad, hanging out? Are you enjoying this? Yeah, and you know, you're already. How about that? Ian, Ian, what do you think about this, man? Your eyes are like popping out of your head. He's a digital disciple maker. This guy's got this huge attention live. You're going to have to explain it to us at some point. But what do you think, Ian? Coming to NRB, you're running into these big circles, these kingdom minded guys that are doing this kingdom entrepreneurship. You know, Ted Haas is your buddy, your partner, guy I played ball with in college. He missed the game today, I'm telling you. He mm. missed it. We were banging out there. He would have loved it, man. He's doing some very special things. Six right foot eight, now. 240 pounds. You know, he's still going We hard. call him the specimen. He can still get up. He can That's still dunk it. Ted. I mean, at 54 years old. But what, what do you say to Sean? What do you say to him? What do you think about all this stuff? Well, I think it's destiny, Sean, that we're seeing next to each other okay. in this moment. My parents both grew up not only fatherless, but grandfatherless. Wow. My name is Ian. Yours is Sean. Uh, that's derivative of John. My oldest son's name is Malachi. Wow. So my, my, my father chose a different path than yours. So my mom's dad was hyper abusive in and out of, uh, all sorts of bad situations, died at 14. Uh, so my dad never met her father and he was disconnected from my mom and the family. Uh, she didn't have her grandfathers. My dad didn't have his grandfathers and my dad didn't have his father. So my father had my dad and his older brother in between wives with my grandma. So my dad just kind of did what every kid does in the 60s and just kind of live in the hippie life until he had a radical encounter with Jesus at 17. So he has always said, God is my dad. And so I'd ask him oftentimes because my dad never did any therapy. He never had a boss. He's always been his own boss. Never had a father or grandfather. Even his wife, my mom, didn't have a father or grandfather to lean on. Mm -hmm. So my dad never had a man say, I love you to him until he was deep in his 20s. And it was a Pentecostal pastor that said, I love you to everybody. I love you and I love you. That was the first time my dad ever heard the words, I love you from a man. Uh, Mm -hmm. My dad had a very, very difficult situation at home with his siblings and uh, the way that his home kind of functioned. So when my dad became a follower of Jesus, the one thing that he picked up is this creator of all things is very mysterious. I'm never going to really understand, but it seems as though Jesus invited me to treat the creator as a benevolent father. So I'm going to take Jesus up on this and I'm just going to treat this creator as a benevolent father. And that was the one and only thing that my father did. And still today at 72 years old, my dad gets up every morning, does a devotional, reads the scripture, and lives a life that is a, uh, a great example to everybody around him. He's a great-grandfather to uh, seven uh, grandkids. Uh, my younger brother has five. I have two. And my dad and mom have become like uh, beacons in any environment wow. that they've ever been in. And, you know, when I've had friends tell me that grew up with my parents, your mom and dad were the least likely to succeed because of their family upbringing. Like your mom was the most likely to go off the rails because right. what happened to her sisters and her dad and, and your dad was the most likely to, you know, and they, their friends are still, even though their friends follow Jesus are still can't really wrap their head around how God made such a profound impact being my father's dad. 
because they did not have that same experience. And oftentimes it's because they didn't have the same needs. So my father had a need to have a father figure. My father chose the path that Jesus called God, Abba Father, this benevolent father, this present father that's always available, always cares, is merciful and is gracious and is kind and is long suffering and gives vision and provides passion and purpose and pleasure. And my dad did not shy away from the whole human experience, even though he lived a life that has been honored amongst the American evangelical expectations, which we ask people to cross a lot of T's and dot a lot of I's. My dad was able to do that and still live a full life of pleasure. All right. What do you say to him? What do you say to him, Sean? That's a lot going on there. That's awesome. I love it. I just want to interview him on my show. How could you guys connect? Uh, I have a show. Let's talk about fatherlessness. I'd love to. I would okay. love to interview you on that. To tell you, you know, tell people hey, about listen, the story. We're small potatoes. Something big's about to happen here. God's working. Thank you guys. That's why it's called the Truth Thank Network. You. We just connected each other. Us. God bless you. Have fun. We're going to be swapping contact information after this. From fatherlessness, breaking the curse in your family, in your family. Wow, your son Malachi's here. Thank you for what you're doing, Sean. Give the website one more time. Godismydad.com. Godismydad.com. And isn't it crazy that your dad was saying that so, in his return so to Christ? Right when I saw that shirt on Malachi, I thought, that's what my dad always says. Hang on. We're going to talk about reconciling to the Father after. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Changing the world one listener at a time. Lifting up Jesus. And actually having a whole lot of fun doing it. I'm Stu Everson sitting behind the mic right now. This is the final segment of the week. It is Friday. It is free-for-all Friday on Truth Talk Live. There are tears flowing. A man has a fathering ministry. Powerful man, Sean Teese, is in here with his son, Malachi. Sits next to this guy. Never met him, never seen him on planet Earth before today. Who's here from the Bay Area, who has a huge ministry out there. And they have their sons have the same name. They have the same father wound stories, just about how God healed, God reconciled. You know, we have this radical Muslim gets radically saved by Jesus reading the Gospel of Luke. Now he's spreading Christ through media all over Lebanon and Morocco and Egypt. He was in here. You missed Ahmed. He was just in here, and he takes off his team. They're like, we want to connect. We want to bring Truth Network over and put you on our big FM radio station in there. We didn't complain or argue about that. Mm-hmm. And then we got Jesse walks in. Share the truth, Jesse. Every week we, we stir people and challenge people to do yeah, what God's already do. called them to do. We do. To, to tell people about <laughs> Jesus. It's Please. as easy as handing someone a card. And let me tell you what's happening at the Religious Broadcasters Convention. I'm Stu Everson. This is True Talk Live. It's free for all Friday. People are handing out cards. You can have your card. How many times in this room, guys, have we said, hey, give me a card? You have a card. Well, what we are trying to equip people to do, Jesse, is hand people cards. Yeah, but not just just not just people at the NRB, just the the strangers around us. And I think that's really where we're we're hammering at home is that God – God wants us to know uh, that strangers are a major target. <laughs> I mean, because if you think about it. Well, Jesse, what if uh, Jesus uh, never talked to strangers? Oh, you took my line. What? You took my line, Stu. Okay. I want to get. I want okay, the listeners let, to think let, I'm on. smarter. Let's let them marinate on that. So I had to jump. I had to let's jump let, ahead with it. Okay, sorry. Let's okay. let let's let them marinate, marinate. on that. Okay. It doesn't what, matter who gets the credit what, for that what, line. Okay, I agree. Okay. God did it. You know, God's, that's a beautiful thing about God is when the Holy Spirit's using you, you can give the glory to God. Amen to that. And when he's not, then you are yes, okay taking the glory. Okay. But, but what, I'll, what I'll emphasize to the listeners is to help posit this. Now, there's a solution, okay? So don't feel like, whoa, now what am I going to do? But what would Jesus' ministry look like if he didn't talk to strangers? Okay. Mm. So let's all think about the strangers that he talked to. 
I think that if we got down to it, maybe only Lazarus would be raised from the dead. I mean, that's literally what it is. And yeah. here we're supposed to emulate Jesus, but what are we doing? You know, we, we, we don't talk to strangers. In fact, a LifeWay research study came out in 2023 that 73% of mm. unbelievers are willing to talk to what? A stranger about Jesus, yeah. but less than 1% of Christians are willing to talk to a stranger. Well, why is that, Stu? It's because they don't know how. They would if they could, but currently they can't, but thankfully the can't's going to go away. Yeah, and that's what's cool about the NRB, Ian. You know, you just you came in today. You've had some meetings in Nashville. I'm so glad you and I got to connect. I'm sad that Big Ted's not here, so we can't ball out. You know, we yeah. balled out in college, and him and I might be the only two guys still playing. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, is Jesse, you have hooked up with movie makers. You've hooked oh, up yeah. with Pray.com. You've hooked up with all these people. These Bigger, radio networks. Like TBNs, uh, you know, uh, thechristianpost.com. Yeah. We're, we're, we, 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 basically, everybody that's here has been praying for a revival. And, and just to be clear, what we're because everyone's wondering what's going on now. What I have in my hand is a special card. One side allows an unbeliever to go online to a website called truelife.org. And it's a special QR code, and on top of that QR code, we have the, the Chancellor of Liberty University, Jonathan Falwell, sharing the gospel. But down below, there's all these video answers to right. life's hard Tough questions, questions, and it contours to their faith. So yep. the unbeliever is getting something that actually adapts to them. And then I'm going to explain in a minute how you hand this out to somebody, but just on the other side, which is imperative to explain, is that if a Christian receives this card, it allows the Christian to order their cards for free. So now what happens is when someone hands out a card to somebody— to a stranger, they just say, I may never see you again, so I wanted to give you this. It's a website that proves Jesus How has this you. been received by people? Oh, my gosh. I'm almost done. Oh, yeah. So, so, so it's a done. website that proves Jesus loves you. That card is given, and they take that card, and then they scan that card, and then they're like, oh, there's Jonathan. Oh, well, he's t he actually has people behind him that are packing the boxes. He's like, well, why, why do you think they're packing these boxes? It's because we love you. We want you, to sh we want you to know that Jesus loves you. And he goes into the gospel, and then down below there's all the videos, and there's a great place for the conservative churches to, to get plugged in there and um, to be on the church location system. But then on the other side, you have the, the believers ordering their own cards too. So, yes, we have unbelievers going online, getting their questions answered, finding a church, and believers getting the same card. And those people are actually ordering cards to multiplying the effort over and over again. This is the answer to prayer. And while I've been walking around the NRB today and yesterday and the day before and the day before, no major booth, no major budget, nothing except just the Holy Spirit's wind in my sails. Hallelujah. We've been going to one big thing after another. I'm going to talk, you talk about the biggest names in Christian dumb and not emphasis on the dumb. Okay. But in Christendom, the biggest names in Christendom today are I'm in, I'm in process of talking to them, and, and many of them have already solidified a partnership. And I've realized today that, that this is like bone, you know, the church is the bones, but the church, the church needed tendons, and it needed, it needed some cartilage, and it needed the joints. And I really believe that this is what it's doing because we're pulling together the Presbyterians with this. I'm going down to Fort Lauderdale soon. I'm, we're going, we're, we're, we're pulling together the Baptist with this. We're pulling together the, I, I just, I, I'm telling you, we have something that everyone can unify under now and we give God the glory. And by the way, that one side, that one side yes. that was, that was the duplication side was an idea that the Truth Network, the very own Truth Network entrepreneur, Stu Epperson Jr., Call me one day because after during COVID we lost like seventy percent of True Life Church's churches, 
and we were almost bankrupt. And he's like, I got it. Uh, I got it. I got it. I'm like, what do you got? What do you got? Tell me. And he's like, we're going to get through life.org cards out to people, but we'll make the other side free for other people to order it. And I was like, oh, I had this peace that came over me that was from the from heaven and it blanketed me and i said okay mm. Stu, you're right you're right wow and since then gibsongo.com has partnered with us they're doubling our donations um so you guys can go to share the truth get your cards donate help make this this uh effort a reality put wind in our sails is there any downside to sharing the gospel ian Absolutely not. And so what Ian does the is he takes things like the gospel is good news. The gospel is good Why news. Why wouldn't we want to share the good yeah. news? You take things like this and you just amplify them. Listen to this. Just get ready. Tell them real quick. You got to give us the nutshell. We only got about four minutes left. Three minutes left of this so whole this show. So this is an important. Attention vision. live. Yeah, this is important. Let me, let me start with with this clarity. There are three billion people in the world that don't have access to the internet. They're about to get it. Now there's about 2 billion people in the developing nations that have access and about 2 billion in the developed nations, mm-hmm. right? So you, you have about 2 billion on both sides, some in kind of the Western society of developed nations and some in kind of this emerging mm. society. What do these people do on social media? They talk to strangers. That's what they do. That's what we do on X. That's what we do on LinkedIn. That's what we do on Facebook. Uh, we make videos for strangers on YouTube. Mm. So social media has created an environment where what you do is you interact with strangers. Awesome. And what do we mostly do? We're mostly telling them about our products and our services. We're t- finding about their products and their services. Maybe we're finding things in common. Like we, we share a worldview, so now we're part of a community or a group. Mm-hmm. But when you think about the fact that the people coming online is about to double, and that the folks that are about to come onto the internet make an average of $2 a day. These people have every opportunity of upward mobility, Mm -hmm. spiritually, financially, physically. They're going to have access to education they never had access to Mm -hmm. before. They're going to have access to knowledge they've never had access to before. And so at our company, Attention Live, we've created what we believe is the most effective communication tool in the world. Think of the Gutenberg printing press for the digital wow. age. Wow, bringing it all together, right? That's right. Bringing you got it, the all video, the audio together. platforms, all that. So, Jesse, imagine this c- card going viral with people. I mean, what yeah, happens to more of these cards? cards? We have right, digital yeah. cards. They can click the link. They can get yeah. over there, get exactly what they need. And remember, this is a one-stop click. It's a one. There were a one-click generation. And people get these right. cards. And there's they, also a Truth Network app yeah. access too. And there's a video of my dad on the website too. It's yeah. life, so people can see the the service and how fun. Um, so, what's your challenge to use our the genius, the gifts that God's given us? Someone listening that that may not be as sophisticated as having an entire digital platform, Ian. How can we all be a part of the Great Commission? Well, I, I would say that people that are listening to this are part of the Truth Network, and they should lean into what the Truth Network and your partners like Jesse are providing. And so that would be my suggestion is they're already part of your network. You and your partners like Jesse are creating lots and lots of uh, opportunities. And that's why when I talk about Attention Live, I'm not talking about what our product does and the features and benefits. I'm talking about the vision. He's talking about the, the vision He's talking about of the what's souls. about to happen it's the across souls. the world. We love the lost. Amen. They need to know Christ as their Savior. And he's built a platform to allow people to go online wherever they're at in the comfort of their own home and get with Jesus. And they can come to know Christ. Just like my dad came to Christ right. by himself on a pier and Virginia because someone wow. handed him a track. He got on his knees. He didn't care. He said, I had, he could have had a pity party and said, no, I hated my life before. I had a terrible family just like yours did my brother. And then he got on his knees. So he said, I'm going to come to Christ. I'm going to come to Christ. And then it changed 
our trajectory because he did that. Wow. You know what? You guys are listening right now. You guys that are listening, you could change the trajectory of other people's lives because God's given you the benefit of being able How to How can they order that. their free cards, Jesse? What's the website? Go to sharethetruthnow.com and get part, get in part with Christ and his plan for your life. Wow. Please. That's easy. Sharethetruthnow.com. And if they want to learn more about Attention Live, what's the best way to learn more about y'all? A-T-T-N dot L-I-V-E. The last thing I'll say about evangelism is people have a tendency to share the good news in the way they received it. So it's important that people recognize simplicity yeah. is, is, is important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, inexpensive yeah. methods are important. Right. We don't want people to have to be dependent on going to big stadiums and big bands right. and yeah. big speakers. And that's one way to do that, it. Take that's it, one way. it is. We, we don't belittle but, it, but, it's, but, but, but why, why focus all, so much effort and energy on that when we can meet them right where they're at? ShareTheTruthNow.com. Ian, Jesse, Sean, Ahmed, what an amazing way to wrap up the week. One of the, Truth one of the greats in the kingdom, Ron Weber, just walked Brother in from Ron Trinet. Just walked in the door, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, it's crazy. We need like if 10 more hours. the room got brighter. <laughs> hey, learn more about us at TruthNetwork.com. Download a free app 24-7. You can listen to the truth. You can share the truth that way as well. We love you. Thanks for being with us. We'll be back on Monday with more Truth Talk Live. Another program powered by the Truth Network.